Yeah, Mario Marcantoni was That's the other right. realtor. For an extra two points. Oh, and the oh, owner smart. the owner of the home was Ralph Rosselli, who's now a realtor with uh, wow. Cards. Yeah, yeah, with commercial. Yeah. Good for, wow. Not not for nothing, boys, but he's killing you guys And as far I, as remembering I the have details. no clue. Really? Zero. This is your Niagara Real Estate Podcast, hosted by Patrick Burke and Sean DeLotte, two top-tier realtors who happen to be from two different brokerages from two different real estate teams, both focused on one thing, the Niagara real estate market. Let's get started. Welcome to your Niagara real estate podcast. My name is Patrick Burke. I'm a realtor here in Niagara with the B team at Magar Realty. And, and right I, over there- I am Sean DeLotte with the Davis DeLotte real estate team with Remax Niagara. It's uh, it's important. we reinforce what we just said is that we're both in separate uh, brokerages. We're both on separate teams. And this is our penultimate. Is that the word for when it's the second last? Second last, almost grand finale podcast for first season 2022. Finally, with no further ado or delay, we've got the other halves of our teams with us today. I'm going to allow you to introduce these uh, people. Well, it's a very exciting moment it is. because you know what, Pat, we have been doing this podcast for the whole year. Veterans. And uh, it's been a great year doing this, but we have been bugging our business partners to join us forever. And they're always hesitant. But today, yeah, but today we finally roped them in. So I would like to introduce Mr. Terrence Davids from the Davids Lot Real Estate Team. And Jim Broderick from the B Team. Studio audience. Yeah. Nuts. yeah. We got the slow claps. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome. To sum up uh, their feelings so far, Terrence shows up and says to me, what's going on? Why are we here? <laughs> and uh, spoiler alert, we never we never have a plan generally when we do these things. We have a we have a like a, a framework, but we actually don't have a plan. This is the most, I've got two two Word documents in front of me. This is the most planning we've done. Because I knew if we showed up here without a plan, it, it could go in, in either terrible direction. So, uh, but we want to encourage, like, the whole point of this is just to dig a little deeper behind the teams, what, what the backstory is, share some stories, talk about those shoes, talk about why Terrence never wears socks, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then uh, see, see where things go. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Not that your listenership is huge, but it's now down by two because we're sitting here. <laughs> Listen. So now we're down to single figures. It's got to be, right? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Not holding punches already, Jimmy. Well, if you really want to open that can of worms today, my friend, we can really put you in the hot seat. But that was not the intention. We're just friends here having a good time. But he's already pulling punches, PB. No, no. Terrence and I support you guys by not saying anything. That's Thank right. You. We don't make fun of you. We don't, uh, no you. condescending. Thank you. We are being bribed to be here, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be big put lunch, on big lunch, big lunch, flight to Bahamas. Uh, so one thing I want to know, because I actually don't know the answer to this, for you two, the D&D, David's lot, what's the deal with your team? When did it start? So rewinding the tape. Terrence, you're 2008, so you're 14, yeah. 15 years. You're 2002. I'm 2003. Jimmy's the grizzled veteran. You're 2002. When is yeah. he? What are you, Jimmy? 1999. Wow. He came like in like song. at the end of the, like the malaise of the 90s. I was still 90s. in high school. What you were? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you came in back back then. You could get a, a 
like a North End detached for what, like 140 grand? Cheaper. I than bought that. a house uh, yeah, like six months that. before I got my license on Grosvenor for 115,000. Yeah, because yeah. I think that 140 was in Patch the, garage. In like that was high. Two, two oh eight. House. Yeah. So, quick so, question for you, Jim, because. I found it very interesting that you were, I thought you were kind of licensed closely more around me. Um, but 1999. It's close, dude. It's only well, three it's still, years. Yeah. Three well, years though. Three years it, in the real estate terms is, yeah. is, is quite a while. Not much changed in those three years. No, it's true. Not much Especially changed in, in the Niagara. market from 1999 to 2008, basically. Yeah. Um, so quick question though for you, Jim, was the board office still a thing when you first started? Yeah, but there was two boards. There was a Niagara board and there was a St. Catharines board. I Niagara think there was Falls more. Board. It I might have been a Welland too. I think there was a Welland board too because they were all in their own little silos, right? Yeah. Their own, their own sandboxes. And so to find listings, did you have to go to the board offices? No, they like, sent us the book. Oh, the books. Yeah, but, there so was the no- the internet wasn't a thing. The interweb was not, it was part of your, uh, part of your, uh, bathing suit, the interweb. So no, there was no, there was, all you got was the one thick real estate book. And then however small catalogs you wanted to get that, uh, where it was only new listings, but, and, uh, whenever there was a daily hot sheet, it was called the hot sheet. Yeah. Your person at the front desk would print it and put it on a bulletin board. Wow. And I Thank wore a, I had a pager. So that's old school. Pager and a roll of quarters. Yeah. And so what's that- the quarters for? <laughs> Payphones. Pay yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Did they have pagers back then? They did. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah, yeah, pager. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. So that's wild. Stone I, Age. I find it very interesting then from 1999, no internet yet. Then all of a sudden the internet hits. Buddy, you have seen the pure progression. <laughs> you saw of, the wheel get invented. Oh, you almost did, but but I mean the internet comes out. And then now you got the social media. It, get, it gets worse too. When we used to look properties up in 1999, we used microfiche. That you guys know that. what microfiche is? No. no. It is. was like, uh, remember the projectors back when you were in grade school? Yeah. yeah. And it it, it kind of looked like one of those, but it had like a place where you put oh, your so eyes like in. You, you go kind to the of library yeah. and you look at old newspaper clippings and you got to yeah. scroll. You oh, got it. But body. you know what? On a, on a good note, you weren't worried about misinformation because a lot of the information you got was from surveyors and things like that. So all you used to get was legal, to, well, unless somebody severed their property off, you used to get really accurate uh, legal descriptions and sizes of the property. And once again, until they got severed off and then you couldn't trust anything. Did they have geo warehouse back then? Um, they would have had a version of it pre-computer. No, we had to go to the, to uh, land oh registry. God. I think we had to go to the land registry. Realtors Realtors the city hall. We had to go to land registry. <laughs> the courthouse. Yeah. Oh my God. I used, I, I did a high school stint there actually for co-op. So I knew all about it, but yeah, we had to go to high school. It makes you think, right? Like when we, we saw the market go up by 28% or whatever it was last year. And when we seen some of our most heated things, part of it is, is with the internet and all the technology and the speed of things now is you can really stir up a, like a wrestling match over a house. Thanks to broker Bay and apps and the speed that you can let somebody else know that they might lose out on this house. Right. Back then, I don't even know what days on the market. Was it months on the market? But if you got an offer on was stuff, that big? like book was an inch big, you didn't have the ability to stir up anything because it was so slow, slow moving. Well, like, not what was the fact? What what impact technology has had on 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 house price acceleration because of the ability to to stir up a crowd of people? Because you couldn't back, you couldn't do that twenty years ago, back when. Think about how hard it was to list a house. All the information you had to get old school rather yeah. than the stuff that's at your fingertips. It was royal pain. Well, not long before you joined, Terrence, that you'd send your your listing to the board office and somebody there would type it in. So you write it out, 
Then you send it, and then somebody at the board office literally sits there with it on a thing beside and goes tap, 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 and inputs all the stuff. So you you send it to the board office on Thursday. You're like, Monday. Is it up yet? Is it up yet? No, it's not up yet because you're waiting for Joyce to type it in. I think the biggest impact that was right before you. For, for in my era was, was is DocuSign, you know, from running around trying to do all those deals DocuSigning amendments, listings, you know what I mean? There's I no renewal today. There's no way we could do the business that we're doing today if there wasn't such thing as DocuSign. Yeah. It's the greatest we'd, invention. We'd be working. I, I have like to we, wholeheartedly agree. It's it's improved my family life as well because I can remember countless evenings running around till 11 o'clock at night, yeah. like every on day. the regular, every, every day, day, getting papers signed. And now the beautiful thing of DocuSign has saved, show I'm not the sure house. there's a bigger impact technology-wise, quality uh, of life For the quality of life, for sure. I think social media is the other uh, huge impact. So on our, social media is a chest-puffing competition, in my opinion. Chest-puffing competition, that's, the, that's such a great way to put it. Look, yeah. I would, Don't if, disagree. If you took away social media, but you could still DocuSign something to people at Friday night at 9 o'clock for initials, or oh, take right? social media away any Just day of the week and so leave me DocuSign all day, yeah, and yeah. it's gold. It's gold. I mean, I was trailing people for going up five hundred, yeah, you know, five hundred dollars right. on an offer when you got to drive across town to get it. Now oh, it's like I don't care. Whatever you want to do, buddy. That's right. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I was out of the people like they don't want me in their living room at nine o'clock on a Friday night. Right to get initials. Well, that, oh, but the problem is back then, if they're selling a house, it was like, thank God we're actually selling a house. So you being there at nine o'clock, they're yeah, probably yeah. welcome. Agreed yeah, with true. Terrence. Yeah, because they're looking at me. They're like, oh, we feel bad that you have to be here yeah. at this time, like taking you away from me. I said, listen, if I'm here and I'm running around doing papers at night, doing I'm doing yeah. income activities. We're signing offers. We're getting this done. And don't worry, I got to go see someone else after you. So it's all good. The Sean Delot Infinity G35 comes Ooh. ripping into the driveway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. listen, let's let's go back. So the Davids and the Law team. So you, Terrence joined in 08, Sean in 02. So you guys are both, you're both at at Remax. The other one, Garden you're City. There. Yep. And then, uh, so what what started this glorious union we have before us? I was introduced to Angelo Morocco through a good friend of mine from Niagara Falls, and that kind of started the shift to to move. And I know Sean was looking at you know, leaving Jerry yep, and potentially just getting out of Remax and going to Keller Williams. And I just said, Hey Dubs. We, we, yep. we, we would go to, to our little smoke hole and I'd put my rubber glove on because I wasn't allowed to smoke. <laughs> so no, <laughs> no joke. He had the golf glove. To, to, <laughs> so he, wouldn't have, that. he wouldn't have nicotine fingers. Yeah, he had the golf glove. Yeah, so we'd go. <laughs> we'd the ha golfer. We'd have our little this. dart. I just said, I didn't tell him anything. I said, just don't do anything until I finalize something. So I ended up working out a deal with Angel Morocco at Remax Niagara. I I, I I kind of shared Sean on a few things and kind of brought him over with with me. Yep, and I actually. What year was that? That was five years ago. Twenty sixteen. Okay. Twenty. Yeah. Was this whole hole out front? Or was it in the back? Out, out front. Out oh front? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Out front. Out front. I wish it was out back. But cooler. Obviously, yeah. Being on this team and just. My progression right here, I needed a change, and I'd been at Remax Garden City for about 14 years, so mm -hmm. I was just looking for a change. That is true. I was looking at Keller Williams as an option. Felt I didn't want to drink that Kool-Aid. Terry and I were quite tight at that time, and, and, and to be honest, I actually went to Angelo two years prior that I wanted to join. 
but I wasn't allowed to because there was a two-year hold on him being able to take any agents Remaxing. from any other Remaxes. Right. Non-compete. Um, so I just kind of kept trucking, doing what I was doing. And then, yes, Terry and I made the jump to Remax Niagara. Terry had his team, to be honest. So you guys, so you guys Davids and Delot, though, didn't exist. Didn't exist. No. No. No, no and, that's and what I'm getting at. Yeah, so so I was standalone Sean Delot. I didn't even really want to to have a team and literally the day I walked into that Remax Niagara office, Angelo's like, Hey, I got a young guy. He's looking to maybe join a team. And then there you go, kinda roped in. That was you? No, 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 no. Different young gentleman. Um, and so I kind of started a team. Terry kind of had his thing going with Crystal and a little team going on. And uh at that point, we both had little uh we both kind of were looking at Niagara on the lake just kind of team up doing some marketing we weren't really looking at joining up as a team but we were going to do some marketing at down in niagara lake and try and tackle niagara on the lake and and we had a, a girl audit our business and she looked at us and said well why don't you guys just team up mm. and then so sure enough we did so it was a third party that told you guys to uh well because we were just going to do like something together for niagara on the lake and then yeah. we're just like, just like a know, one-off and then it was just like well, what's the point why don't we you know we're gonna do it. Why just, don't we just, just do, do it? it? And then was there music? Like, was there like balloons falling from the ceiling? And it's like yes, and slow motion high fives, or was it like? No, a- I think there was some high fives again in the parking lot out front. Yeah. Again, we yeah. we love hanging and out what, in parking sorry, lots. Did, my, <laughs> everybody's wearing golf gloves, but nobody's golfing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, apologies if you said it. What year was this? Two thousand sixteen. Sixteen. You did say that. Yeah. Good memory, Patrick question for you guys jimmy being 1999 you 2003 jimmy's been in the business four years already you join on your solo agents your guys are young young guns Mm. at that time 30 years old you know and and so when did you guys join up as a team that's a good question i know what why if you remember back in your solo days the greatest way to stimulate business was to book a vacation yeah. Book a vacation. You're getting ready to go. And all of a sudden you got, everybody wants to see houses and put them up for sale. And you always miss something when you go on vacation. Right. So <clears throat> my daughter was born in 03. August 28th. August 28th, 03. And, uh, Pat worked at the office. It'd been a year and we were, I was, I was raiding the supply closet at the As general. I was getting like, you know, come on, when you have a brand new baby, I had, didn't know what the hell to do. I'd never, I don't have any younger brothers or sisters are all older, so I don't know what to do with the baby. So I saw all these like little hoodie <laughs> swaddling clothes. And I just, you know, I figured out taxpayer. So I grabbed a couple extra. <laughs> Pat and his wife were coming up. I'm like, Pat, like you got to show you this closet. So this is where you're going to want to, you know, so grab some our, stuff. We had our daughter two days later. Yeah. So August 30th. So our kids are two days apart. Yeah. And it was just all those things that I don't do social media and things like that. And there's all the Me things either. That, Pardon me? Yeah, that's right. And then there's the things that Pat doesn't do. And it's, as you guys know, a team, a team is really difficult to find partnerships at work. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. how many get together and then fall apart. So obviously what we have all done has worked. So I don't know, Pat, Pat and I just connected. We were golfing one day and we said, why don't we try putting our brains together and, uh, you know, we don't, we never really wanted to expand to a big team like what you guys do. That gives me, uh, and I wouldn't sleep at night, but uh, just something small we could do and uh, something that kept us both really entertained and engaged. 
And uh, it's just worked over the years. Nice. Yeah. Nice. This, uh, this 2023 is our 18th year. So our team is old enough to what? Smoke? Can you smoke at 18? Well, yeah. Join the Army? Smoke All kinds of 13, stuff. 13, you can, yeah, can do lots of things at, at 18. So, for, the, for the record, before we retire, we're going to have to, for one week, we're going to have to put together real estate team, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Licenses will go out the window. So <laughs> I think the question is to say is is because you're right. Part, I can edit stuff out. Don't worry. Partnerships. <laughs> partnerships can be very, very challenging in the real estate world. You know, husbands and wives work for a while till they get divorced. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're right though. You guys have had 18 years of a successful partnership. Yeah. Terrence and myself, we're going on five years plus, will be six years going into next year. And one thing I can speak for you guys and I can speak for Terrence and myself is that, guess what? The big secret there's no egos between business partners. That's the secret for success. Some some young shooter joins another young shooter, and yeah. then the one sh the shooter wants to be the guy and this and that. And, and like you said, I think the, the perfect thing is, number one, egos are taken out. But number two, we each complement each other in certain aspects of the business where, you know, Jim, you're strong in one area, Pat's strong in another area, Terry's strong in an area, and I'm strong in an area, and that's it. And we accept our roles. But I think the major piece is, is the ego. Now, yeah. I know you guys structure yours the same way we structure ours. Mm -hmm. You're 50-50 on everything. Yeah. So therefore... For those listening, that means Pat could sell 40 houses one year. Jim could sell 20 houses one oh, year. Oh, we've gone on runs where like- Guess what I, happened the first month we were a team? <laughs> Pat sold a I house sold in Niagara Lake for 1.8 million bucks. I sold my biggest deal ever. And this guy slides in on his horse and says, when's my check ready? I went out that <laughs> night. I was with a bunch of buddies. I ran into Pat. I can't remember where you were at the that bar on James Street, the office. I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So that, that was funny. So what you said is 100%. Because I was thinking about that today. I was thinking, what the hell are we going to talk about, first of all? But the, the difference in real estate teams between a team and a partnership, because partnerships don't work unless you have consensus, right? Like some kind of, or really flexible thinking processes, like where you're like, like Jim and I, different backgrounds, a lot of different skill sets and everything else. So there's times where I annoy him and vice versa, but you recognize it's because they're different people. So you have to have that like ego thing where you're like, you get over yourself. Right. And I think that's where, where partnerships fall apart is because I want to, I want to go that way and you want to go that way. And I'm unable to, to split the difference kind of a thing. So that's why the teams are, I think no offense to team leaders, teams are easier because you don't need consensus because you're the leader and you've got agents and you've got staff or whatever, but you've got one person that's calling the shots in a sense. But that's why I think partnerships, aside from like, like Kate and Dan Fenora, like those partnerships stay longer because there's family, there's history and everything else, right? But I think like Gary and, and Nancy, who just team up, that those are fictitious people. Gary, <laughs> Gary DeMeo and Nancy Birch should totally put a team together. Oh man, that would be amazing. But, uh, when, they, when, they, when those two people team up, they have to agree on stuff. And we've all seen those partnerships fall apart because it's hard. 
Yeah, it's not easy. Not for us. It's we, no. you know, but, and, and and but someone. It's not only that though, but like you said, you guys joined up. You hit the home run with this nice big sale, and Jimmy sweeps in and you know picks it you up. You have to look long term. Like but, you can't care about that stuff, right? Absolutely. And and the thing is, Terrence and myself are the exact same way. We're fifty fifty on everything. Terry could sell a hundred houses this year. I could mm. sell twenty houses, and mm. I'm getting fifty percent. But mm. the thing is this. We've never once even batted an eyelash at it. Like, oh, because you're rowing, you're both rowing the same boat, right? You yeah. both are going in the same direction. That's you're it. Gonna, if he's killing it and you're doing nothing, you he knows that you're doing everything in your power to support him and all the oh, other stuff you're doing. So yeah. it takes. But the truth is, it's actually worked out very equal. Yeah. Like mm. he pretty much. Yeah. Sells, when you look at the end of the year, end yeah. of the year we we sell virtually the same amount of houses, and so, and that's Terrence, that. Do you ever go into a house to meet with people? And because this is. We have a, a phrase we use, but meet with people and you're like, I'm not these people's agent, but sh I got to get Sean in this, in this, in, in on this. You know what I'm talking about? Like you want to meet somebody and you know, you're just not vibing with them, but you're like, I'll be honest with you. Not really. No, not, you know what? If it, it, Are you a shapeshifter? Yeah. You just chameleon. But if you walk into somebody's house with those shoes on. Yeah. And they wanted them, I'd give it to them. <laughs> But uh, so so you don't have that, all right? <laughs> no, you know what? Being, I think, a good real estate agent is being able to like get yeah. on everyone's level, sure. whether they're rich, poor, indifferent, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, you're just you have the ability to like adapt to the person. And at the end of the day, if it's not a good fit, I'm saying goodbye. Because well, if it's not yeah. a good fit for me, it's, it's not, not a good, good fit, fit for him. It's yeah. not a good fit for our business. So that's kind of the. Yeah, and that's, that's really well said because I'm very much the same as him. Like, I'll just meet people too, and it's not, we'll, we won't pass it off. We'll just do mm -hmm. it. But they also too, the funny thing is when, when Terrence and I joined up, we, we both virtually kind of had a similar business, a little different, but basically the similar, we were past clients, referrals. Yeah. It wasn't, we were just working off our, our own business. So I had built a different, a business a little differently in the sense of, of, working leads and and stuff like that that built me a past client referral kind of database whereas terry got really connected with a core group of people um that really just kind of started spreading your word and kind of jimmy's you guys are similar that way where like like you got this core group of people that are like your people and and you might all go out together or whatever but they're like you were talking about yesterday with a, f a few of those guys where they're like they're just you talk to them all the time and they're always ever present kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, you still have leads and follow up and all that stuff, but you'd rather have your busload of like your triple a gold plated yeah. people that you treat well. See it, Terrence, we don't want to meet new people. Exactly. I don't honestly, <laughs> that's why we did the team guys. 100%. You know what? We want to support the people that supported us yeah, throughout yeah, the yeah. years. And then any new business, we'd like to provide our services that we offer as a team and then let the, yeah. let our agents kind of yep. capitalize and build their business. Yep. And we work with who we work with and then all new business goes, goes to the team. And, 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 uh, and you know what, it's been, it's been a beautiful thing for Terrence and myself in all honesty. Like, you know, when you do have two guys like ourselves, you know, our egos have not you guys, gotten. You, in the, have you guys ever butted heads or be like, no, on it, you know, truth is don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure, I'm sure Terry's had a mild frustrations that sometimes I mild, but never once an argument. You know what? Sometimes I I'm very adamant on something and Terry expresses his opinion and he's pretty adamant on the opposite. And then one of us will go back and reflect that night yeah. and go, okay, you know what I thought on it? Let's go for it. Maybe I compromise, Terry compromises, but 
that it's it's really been a truly magical thing like we mm. we have not argued once over this business Same we've here. been we've been like-minded we've actually kind of progressed through yeah. this and team I, I feel we're more aligned with our plan now oh, as huh. opposed to like running around running crushing out all yeah. these houses because and it's just, a leaner market right and, and now like sean and i can actually focus on our business which is agents and getting business for them 100 percent, and not not business for ourselves and the truth of the matter too is jim is what yeah sure not only just the leaner market but it's also the progression of our real estate careers yeah. like when you started grinding ready to go at any time this and that now someone calls you to see a house at eight o'clock at night jim you're like yeah sorry uh ain't happening right before mm. you would have said okay i'll be there anytime and so with that being said i think myself being 46 years old and i'll never forget this about about terry is you know he'd roll in and fly around and be out all the time showing and this and that when he was a single guy and had no kids and he could do all that stuff. And I always said to him, I said, one day, buddy, you're going to have kids and your life's going to change. Well, that time came. And now Terry has acknowledged he does not want to run around. He wants to spend time with his family. And that is, and myself being 46, I don't want to go run around all. So I feel this year has actually brought us to, it was a battle. It was a very uncomfortable year for both of us, but it was a good year in the sense it brought us to a like-minded stake that we're both aligned with our future plan of what we want to do. I think mm -hmm. it's that hustle culture in this business too, right? Like grind and people like agents sharing pictures of their laptop on the beach and Playa of Carmen while they're on vacation and like showing that they're logging into matrix. I was like, no man but we all have to go like i remember seeing you terrence like years ago and you had a stack of maybe it was even before matrix maybe it was phylogics you had a stack of listings and all this stuff and i was like what are you doing he's like i have no idea remember that we were talking about it <laughs> i he remember he shows up at a house and then and then he he he's looks at where am i going next oh i'm going here because crystal was booking yeah, all your stuff dude, i remember when you used to wake up in the morning and you used to get sent what you were doing yeah, dude, the day. i would no wake clue. up to the office and i'd have a stack of 20 listings five different this time. people and you gotta be here like, like that's, yeah. that's so a nightmare for all me personally, three of but, so but besides the time it made Sense. Yeah. Beside Terrence, all three of us think that is absolutely insanity. I could not, I, I could not wake up <laughs> in that day not knowing what I'm doing. The only caveat with that is I never once a week. I never did this business uh single or without kids. So I got licensed. My wife just had our baby. We had a house, a car. My wife couldn't work because she's from England. I was playing gigs on piano for a hundred bucks. So I I couldn't run and gun because I'd come home some days. My wife would be like, take this, meaning handing me the baby. And because I'd been gone, you know, for 12 hours straight. So I never had the running gun, but I, I would have done that for a brief period of time because eventually you hit a wall, right? And you're like, Dude, what I the did that for seven years. Yeah. yeah. That like, just just woke up, didn't know what your, I was your doing. Your car is just a, like a graveyard of food containers in the back. Yeah, I didn't eat much. No, <laughs> no true, true enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the golf gloves just all yeah, in the back. Yeah, just yellow golf gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Two fingers. Yeah. yeah. That's so, funny. question for you guys then. Go. Starting back in 2004, 18 years together. 2006. 2006, okay. This Eight, is our 18th year coming up. 18th year coming up. Yeah. I mean, that is longer than Terrence and myself. Yeah, we're, we're, we're so, heroes. Just say it. Okay. Well, definitely heroes for a partnership of that long. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, please share. Have you any, any, uh, have you ever wanted to pull a knife out on Jimmy, uh, or Jimmy, have you ever wanted to throttle Pat? Nope. 
I know my issue and I've learned over the years and I'm still not great at it. I can get, I can get like stuck on something and it, and I got to get like Jimmy's got, he does this thing where he changes his tone of his voice and he'll, he'll start a sentence and he'll go, Pat. And I was like, fuck, that's my, way. okay, maybe I got to press pause on this whole, whatever it is. Right. But we don't, cause from day one, the, when we, when I first came to the office, we both worked the same. We were both in there first thing in the morning and with the same like focus and, and we really did that until COVID hit, like nonstop. And I, I think that's the last couple of years have been a bit of a wake-up call. But for for all that time, we just sort of had the same natural. It was never like where we had to like find external motivation. Yeah, you have your ups and downs or whatever. Yeah. But in general, it was always the same. It was like, but there's stuff I know he's really good at that I'm not and vice versa. Like this guy knows knows his thorough, like nobody's business, right? And uh and and uh, but certain certain assets or facets of the business he's just better at and vice versa. So and I think the big thing is too is acknowledging that acknowledging hey I'm good at this, Jimmy's good at that, and play off each other. So I think I think for those who are kind of listening who are maybe contemplating a partnership or anything like that, number one I think you guys obviously trusted each other. That's yeah huge. we had we had we had track record. Like I see some people get in the business. And in the first six months, they want to make a really cool logo and then they want to form a team or be on a team or start a partnership because it feels more comfortable, right? It's a safety net in a sense. It's like, I'm not on my, because this is an intensely lonely business or it can be. Yeah. So I see people jump in as like, you got to have track. You got to see some, like somebody's gone through two or three or four years of, of normal real estate cycles too, before if you hit your wagon, it's dangerous, I think. But we, we also don't keep track of finances. We'll just throw money at stuff. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm not doing that anymore. No. So <laughs> guys, that's it, enough. We, that's enough. So, so that that was Terrence and myself as well for for numerous years. Just didn't make a difference. Terry and I are rolling out houses. Okay, here, put right money check, here and there. Right check. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's not. So those listening, don't don't do that. You guys have a bit of a billboard budget, though. We're not billboarding. No, we so we got, got a lot of budget. You, yeah, We're not going to get into that today. We have a great year you, coming in. You don't want to ruin a good day. 2020. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, listen, we're in a good spot. 2023 yeah, yeah. is going to be an amazing year. Yep. But I think that the, the thing people, if they're thinking of a partnership, number one is the key fact of trust. Number two, ego set aside. If someone thinks they're better than you, that's not the person for you. And then I think the other thing is to acknowledge that maybe someone has better skill sets than you and you have better skill sets than others. And I think that's the secret for mm. Terrence and myself and for you guys that have truly made it work. Yeah. Look at bands like like musician duos and, and that over the years that were, you know, Simon and Garfunkel, man. Like do you have you have offsetting skills and 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 you can you you can let sometimes the other person leads the song or whatever, and and then all of a sudden you wrote bridge over troubled water and you're crushing it. Sean in Central can Park. lead the song every time. I'm What's good that? with that. Sean can lead the song every yeah, time. Yeah. I'm good with it. You're in the back just playing <laughs> yeah. bass. That's it. That's cool. I'll play the drums. You guys want to play a game? Sure, I love games. It's gonna be good. I didn't tell you about it either. No. So this game, this go, this game's called uh, First Deal. There is a point system. I'll tell you what it is after. Uh, who wants to go first? I will. Yeah, Terrence, your first listing address. Oh, these guys. That's not fair because now these guys are thinking about. Okay, any of you want to want to share what your first listing was? First listing, listing address. Listing. Well, I got to remind you, I started my real estate career on a team, and uh, really with your name on it. With my name on it, first yeah. of all, that's very challenging. I'll tell you this: I do remember uh, my 
Buddy's parents had their mom's uh, semi on Arthur, one of those semis with the flat roofs. Those ones, yeah, yeah, the okay. yellow ones. So that was my first listing, Terrible and <laughs> and it had my name on it because they said, "Well, we won't list with you, Sean, unless we see your name." Nice. So team leader compromised on that and let me put my name on that listing, and so that that was my first listing. So I've got you, June twenty oh three, one fifty one Linwell Road. Yeah, $92,000. Was my first listing. Yeah. So when you go, when it's a long story how I found but you just go to your We're first- We're talking two decades Your ago, first okay, commencement buddy? date. I know. Well, I remember my first- So was mine on Hibbert, like a lot, like five lots? Yours was not far from- Hibbert from, and Fort Erie? Yours, yeah. Was, yeah. yours was not far from uh, from Arthur. Wilver. Oh, yeah. Wilver. 35 I Wilver. Mean, yeah, yeah. It expired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he honed his craft over the yeah, years, man. and there you go. Jimmy I ended would... up selling that. Did you? Yeah, yeah it, did, it, it yeah, did. did. But your first official yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Jimmy? I need three guesses for this. Okay, this is go longer. on. Wooddale Drive? Yeah. Oh. Five? Five Wooddale. Wow. Listed in 1999, before the uh, the Y2K Wood... was going to come and, and get us. And Wooddale. When did I list mine? What, what, nice August spot. August 28. August, Way to yeah. lock down a good listing your it also, first year. It also in. expired. It expired, and then somebody itself. else listed it. Price, right? I got. I, I yeah. didn't come in at the right price. Well, but um, but again, but I didn't. The you market you was learned. way different. But <laughs> so so where we at are, are at in today's market, you're going to see a lot of listings go expired. That was par for the course back. Hundred percent. People just again gave. Here's the number just to get a listing so they could see their name on the lawn and. Sure enough, me being a young guy, who well, sure I'll just get my name on a lawn. Yeah, but the veteran agents are like, okay, let that guy go get it. For the let record. him waste his time because then they'll call me. Yeah. and so then yes, I realized the just go game. in with the good right price yeah, in the yeah. beginning, and that's the way. For to the play record, it. that was a four bedroom bungalow with a double car garage and a one hundred by one hundred foot lot. Could have got it for two hundred and thirty grand. That's what amazing, buddy, buddy. <laughs> like that's. So do you have so, buyer sales? So uh, you remember my first listing. Oh yeah, yeah, you do. Mine was classic. So, only, oh yeah, the only, so reason, <laughs> the only funny part about it here is so it's twenty Cayuga. Oh, so okay. I listed it. I did my my first listing. I did the cancel and relist. I reduced it by four grand, and then I double ended it, and it was a disaster. Oh. It was the first time I'd ever dealt with uh, with uh, uh, title insurance for a, oh. uh, a, a an addition that had to get ripped off the house. My very first listing. It was, do you remember? They had to what rip off mess. the whole side of the house. Wow. What, you remember that? Did I not sell that again? You might have down the road. Had I a think pool. you called me up with the pool in the yeah. back yeah. and they built that upper addition yeah. to it. Yeah, no, I sold it. I, so, I yeah. sold it to someone, sold it again, sold to the, yeah. I double-ended it. Whenever I think and of double-ending, I think me of that, that house. And you yeah. said, yeah, the title insurance. Do you have buyer sale? What's that? Do you have your first buyer sale? Yeah. I know mine. So do you guys remember your first buyer deal you did? 100%. What's yours? Falling Brook. Wrong. Nope. 14 Sylvan. Really? Yeah. Nah, man. It was falling. That's what's on Matrix. For the first time, you had a pending a sale posted as as firm. Oh, you know what? Then here's the thing. Longer closing, maybe? No. Either it might have been longer closing, or it could be that Jerry put his name down. For two bonus points, who was the listing agent on uh, Sylvan? 
Can't remember. No. But I will tell you this. I do remember the listing agent on Fallingbrook. It yeah. was Brad it was Brad Sheehan. And that was that for sure. Before. I know that for sure. Maybe Sylvan just like Jimmy said, closed or Jerry. It was the first one that's posted as pe- when your first pending date was Okay. That one. That's all right. Jimmy, you know yours. Uh same area of town. I know where I just don't remember the number. It was on Glenridge. That's right. Yeah, Mario Marcantonio was That's the other right, realtor. for an extra oh. two points. Oh, and the, oh, owner, the owner of the home was Ralph Rizzelli, who's now a realtor with uh, wow. Cards. Wow, yeah, yeah, with commercial. Yeah. Good for, wow. Not not for nothing, boys, but he's killing you guys as far I, as remembering I the have details. no clue. Really? Zero. For the record, you guys remember when Brad Sheehan had Internet Residential Realty, but yeah. didn't have a website? At the beginning right. of the but it was called was. Internet Realty? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love Brad. I like Brad a lot, too. Oh, yeah. So yours was uh, <clears throat> bakery is your hint, your hint word. Bakery. Buddy, I no, see. 21 St. Joseph. You sold it. You got it for 23 under asking. Oh, that rocks. Yeah. Off baser? Yeah. Randy, Randall Rose, listing agent. I have no idea. Mine was uh, 286 Cushman. Oh, one 80, of those townhouses? 89.5. Rose Thompson was the listing agent. How oh, much good. was mine? I did tons Rose. with Rose. Yours is 216 grand. On St. Joseph? Yeah. Holy. Well, that was 2008. Listed at 239. So... Jim's the winner. I didn't keep track of points, but congratulations, Jim. Tell him what he won. Uh, you won a, a Circle K coffee. A Circle K coffee, mm. courtesy of Chandelot. And we can pick that up immediately after. So listen, I got another podcast. question for you guys. And so if you go back to all these different markets, like, so I don't, what was the, what was the market like after 9-11? Or was it just, uh, was it just, it was status oh quo. It was no, sta- it was status quo. Yeah. 2001 was status quo. From you, not hey, from Father Christmas is over here. He's going to answer. Yeah. I was on my honeymoon, so I wouldn't know. Oh. I was supposed to come home the next. No, day. but like the like remember the twenty oh eight market for like six months. Yeah. It was it was flat, and then I don't want to. I don't think it was that bad. I think no. it was just a couple months of like shock. People just yeah. Because okay. remember, it was probably it was probably difficult to get. Probably insurance was a challenge. It, financing was probably a challenge for at least a little while, right? Maybe a bit. Uh, so the question remember. is, so when you go back through all those markets and then like that's it. 2004, 05 were, were big markets historically. And then 08, we all know. And then like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 was good old fashioned boring. Yep. And then 16, 17 did what it did. What market was your, if you guys have a favorite out of that or, or like a, a type of market that you guys dig that you, that you're comfortable in? Uh, I a hundred percent have a favorite market for sure. And that would be the 2010 to 2015. Good old fashioned. Good old fashioned, balanced, price the house right. You you know, buyers and sellers, you can sell, you can get conditions in, all that stuff. That is my I think favorite. the most fun I had, I think it was 2016, just before they implemented the, the foreign buyer the tax. Yeah, no, yeah. the foreign buyer yeah, tax. Yeah, yeah. Because I had so many off-market listings. I had IFE. So I sold so many houses off the cuff with Ife, probably 30 yeah. or 40. It was just fun. Wherever, where, wasn't he living over like in, in uh, Confed? I remember going to his yeah. house to get documents yeah. signed a few times yeah. with Ife. Or Ife. So that, that I think 2016 for me was, was, was the funnest. Yeah. Just because. And I remember that because we were over at Remax. Around. That's when we just did the shift over. Yeah. And, and that was the beginning of yeah. our market changing. And, and there wasn't the hold offers at that point. People yeah, did shift to the yeah. irrevocables. And you knew if you competed, you go cash. 10 grand over the asking price you're kind of getting it it was definitely easier and i didn't mind oh, that year as well buddy, i was selling block 10 15 that's, houses that's at one, a time here. that's one of those things that the made the stats they put out like the board and people are like ah, i'm number six whatever 
we've had years where like 30, 40% of our business is off of MLS. I, it's not even on the ton of my business. Yeah. Off of. Jimmy. I'm saying as him. Yeah. So I remember the foreign buyer tax, if I'm not mistaken, kicked in May two four weekend of 2017. Yep. So the year before, cause I remember I was, uh, I was somewhere, I think it was, might've been at Shirkstein or might've been somewhere and Canada day weekend kicked around. And, uh, one of my builder guys had a bunch of lots in Sam Meyer Fita. I remember it was quiet, quiet that all of a sudden it was like, I want to see this house right now. I want to buy this new construction stuff. And I had to come back from Shirkson. I remember it was just one entertaining nine month stretch yeah. where you weren't, you know, you weren't holding offers, but because we had been in a business for a while, you're getting more listings. You're not dealing with as many buyers. So now you're controlling a little more of the market. You know, you're controlling your day too. You're saying when you're going to deal with the offer for the most part. I like that one a lot because you weren't getting run ragged or if, if you were, there was a financial benefit to it, right? That we had never kind of gone through. So yeah. that was I really big, enjoyed that market. That was too. a big market. That we, we hit 9,200 sales that year, which we'd never come close to that previously. And so we ever, Can you imagine if they didn't bring the foreign buyer tax, how, how, if that thing would have just kept rolling yeah, right we, into COVID. Oh yeah. That yeah. Cause that, that was, I think I might be wrong. I think that was the first, that was the, at that point, the highest price increase we ever had too. It was, I think it was 18% or something. And then, and then it pulled right then back. Then it checked in 17. Yeah. Yeah. If it'd be in a Gulf stream by now, if that had continued. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I would have been know, right there with yeah, them. So I was good. You would have been, been in co-pilot. Yeah. But you know what, Jimmy, that actually is a very good point is as a listing agent. And, and that's the natural progression of, of your career. As you kind of grow on, you get your past clients, you get listings and buyers kind of simmer away a little bit. But the challenge I, I had for a number of years too, which was so frustrating, uh, which was so frustrating was even in those slower markets and the agent gave you a six hour irrevocable. It's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. That the house is, but, but that's the way it was. Right. And then all of a sudden the irrevocables kind of change. And then you became the driver of the bus. And it's just like, no, I'm not dealing with that offer. And we could kind of, and again, well, why are you doing that? Well, cause I represent the seller and I'm doing what's best for my seller. Yeah. So boys, I think we're, uh, we're almost nearing our end here. Who listens to this for this law? It's crazy. Do you know what you do? You know what you do? This you is... go for a dog walk. You pop and you in listen the AirPod. to yourself. Oh, I, dude, I put it in the, I get in the bath. I just listen. Okay. Uh, so I, we talk about my exercising. I put uh, it on the treadmill and I listen to it. I think Terrence and I were confused. I think we were expecting cameras to be. I don't know what a podcast is either. Yeah. yeah no, no Umby hasn't filmed any of this. I so, swear to God. No, no, no. And and so listen, <laughs> Terry, you're not a podcast guy. There are these podcasts. To be honest, I do. This I don't podcast. mind doing this. This I don't, is okay. I don't listen to yeah, podcasts see, it was either. Harmless. Because we're getting a lunch out of it. An expensive <laughs> lunch. Yeah, That's but why. You know what? I'm gonna encourage you both terrence and jimmy at least listen to this one it's it's dude who would you subscribe to the terrence and jimmy show where they're just off leash uh, on their own like you guys do a dueling podcast it'd be something you i sit think there i i would i think there'd be some serious entertainment and i think there'd be some serious we'd actually have good advice yeah you know what we could we're going to do another one for you guys next year because we're going to talk about like new development and building and and the whole process around that. Cause you guys have, I think some of the biggest knowledge in the, in our marketplace. I agree. And I'll remember where this is for next December. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. even though I, I've been trying to get it on, you know, get it out there. It's it, 
like I hear you, I don't hear you, but I hear Jimmy on the phone with people about something new development. He's like rhyming off all the stuff that I just don't know. Oh yeah. And Terry's the same boat. But and again, that's, that's the beautiful thing of a partnership yeah. where, you know, that's when that call Terry's, comes in, I just hand the football over. Oh yeah. It's like some <laughs> guy's got, I got land or Hey, do you have land? Yeah, no problem. I yeah. got a guy. I'm going to call my, I'm going to call my bro and yeah. he's going to get y'all set up. Yeah. But again, that, so that, we'll do that next year. So yeah. this was just a little intro. Just like put your feet in the pool and just now you guys some, know what it's splashing. about. Right? Feel a little comfortable. I'm fair to say you've had a great time. We had a good time. Yeah. Good. Yeah, That's what right. I want to hear. Good time. I right think on. I can speak on behalf of Jim. We had a good time. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thanks, guys. Well, that was really excellent, Pat. For those a- that aren't seeing this, our partner. <laughs> Our partners have left the building, and now it's just the two of us staring at two empty chairs. We had them, though. We did. We, we did. And them. it was really nice. It, yeah. I think it's... It, they need to realize that when you're on a podcast, though, talking about things you know very well and you're passionate about mm-hmm. is really easy, you yeah. know? And at the end of the day, we're all good friends. Yeah. So we're I do all- want to get them in the chair next year. I'd like to do it in the beginning of the year to talk about development in that process, because I think there's a ton of misconception in... And, and, and sort of, I'm not going to use the word wrong, but I'll say wrong ideas about how it works. Uh, and, um, and not only that, I think it's good to shed some light, uh, being this is your Niagara real estate podcast, uh, shed some light on what's coming to Niagara. Yeah, yeah. These guys, yeah. I mean, you and I, I just don't pay attention because I don't need to, cause I got Terrence, you yeah. don't, because you got Jimmy, but yeah. they've got That's some the insight. Skills thing, right? That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. while this was a lot of fun. Yep. So we have one more uh, for the year, the end of season one. I l- I'm so excited when when we upload these things, we enter in what the, the episode and season all that. I'm so excited to write in season two next year. It's gonna be season. Awesome. It's, it's great, and and I have to say it was a fantastic season. But I'm really looking forward to the wrap up as well because yeah. this we can agree has been one crazy year of real estate that we have never experienced and we no. may not ever experience at least for in our lifetime we yeah. may never experience again so COVID, that'll be like fun like the covid 2020 was insane but that was because of an isolate not an isolated but a singular event that happened this year was all human psychology yeah absolutely and, uh, is is absolutely cool, so. well buddy thank you for this uh thanks for wrangling your partner and, and, awesome. and thanks for getting jimmy in it was great i knew they'd come in no cameras yeah. they're in yeah. so Thanks, guys, for listening. Appreciate it. If you're not subscribing to this podcast, what should they do? They should go on to Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and, you know, whatever platform you like to listen to music or podcasts on, check us out. We're there. We are your go-to listening, whether you're walking your dog, doing laps in the pool, cleaning the kitchen. Driving the car. Anything. We are, uh, we're we're going to be putting these out all through next year as well, a couple of months at least. And we're turning it up a notch. We are. For live sure. studio audience or no that's 2024 2024 for that so we're gonna get guests check it out thanks guys this has been your niagara real estate podcast if you like what you heard please make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast platform you found us on have a friend looking for help remember sharing is caring thank you for listening we'll see you next time